for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Lily Grace. How's it going today, Lily? I'm wonderful. How are you, Tom? Doing wonderful. Just ready to go. You know, it was a, we had some very severe weather yesterday at work, so it kind of wrecked me. I work for a TV station, so we had like tornadoes and hail and like all this craziness. And so I was working late and then this morning I was up at 6am, but I hit my second wind and I'm like, all right, let's go. Like, let's do this. So um, (laughs) really excited to chat with you. I've been uh, following you on uh, Facebook, on the social media for a while. And actually I just realized that as I was getting ready to interview it and I was like, or getting ready to do this interview, I was like, oh, wait, she's. I've been following you for like six months or so before, even before you uh, um, started uh, before you signed up for the podcast. So it's so like, Oh, that's really cool. So that's so cool. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, So I'm excited (laughs) to, uh, you know, get to know more about you and learn the uh, secret behind the success you've been having over the last, (laughs) last while. So um, for everyone, absolutely. For everyone that's getting to meet you for the first time and getting introduced to you, What's kind of your background story? What got you into music? Stuff of that nature. Yeah, yeah. So how I kind of started out was I was about 12 when I I learned guitar when I was 10. And at 12, I really wanted to go and start busking. So I went to the local markets every Sunday morning. And for about six months, I just bussed every morning and saved up all the money I could. And my goal was to buy an amplifier so I could play gigs at cafes and restaurants. And I did that and I reached my goal and I bought my amplifier set and then started gigging around my local town, the Gold Coast. And I was playing, you know, three, four gigs a weekend and kind of worked up to bigger venues. And then over COVID, obviously there was so much spare time. I really fell in love with songwriting. And um, over that period, I wrote about 200 songs um, just every day, getting up, trying to improve my craft. And then um, my first single came out May, 2021. 2021? Yes, 2021. And um, that was a duet with a guy named James Blundell, who in Australia is a very iconic Australian country artist. So um, that really put my name on the board um, with all the country music people, which was amazing. And um, James and I toured with that song and then following it up, released my second single in August last year. And then recently, we'll talk about it a little bit more later, um, my latest single, The Two of Us Meet, that came out in February. Awesome. Awesome. So you what first piqued your interest in busking that seems kind of like an odd place to want to start your music career it was really funny I had a lot of friends who every weekend would go down and busk and I was like I was seeing at the time and I was like mom I want to go down and do that and she's like okay so I literally showed up I had the tiny little guitar like a little kid one and no amplifier just sung to everyone and I was so shy at the time I didn't have much confidence so I just pretty much sat behind it with my little sheet of words because I didn't memorize my lyrics at the time Um, but it was really funny I learned a lot from that because if you smiled at people they would stop and listen to you so kind of like gotten the fundamentals of performing and stuff and connecting with an audience just from that experience 
for sure. For sure. You know, it's all, it's like the, just taking learning experience, even if it wasn't like the best performance, just taking away <laughs> learning experiences and picking it's so invaluable and just kind of starting. Totally. Is, yeah. So I definitely you, wasn't ready, but like, I'm glad I did it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that's the first step is just jumping in. So do you remember the first song you performed while busking? I reckon it would have been Supermarket Flowers by Ed Sheeran. I was obsessed with that song at the time. It was so funny. <laughs> that song makes me cry every time I hear it. I so know. It, it's a beautiful one, though. But for me, for completely different reasons, because I uh, recently lost my mother. So it was just like Aww. I heard it shortly. I heard it for the first time shortly after my mom passed. And I was just like. Oh, dang it. And so now every time, like when I go through like a YouTube playlist, every it's kind of on some of these yeah. random playlists Aww. that I have and it pops up and it's like, all right, well, I guess this ruins my night because I'm going to be in my feels so all hard. night. So yeah. So oh it was, I'm sorry about that. Oh, thank you. But you know, it, it's still such an amazing song. So the fact that that was kind of your first song to play and it's not one of his more popular songs, which is kind of interesting okay. as well. So yeah. Um, so that was your first song. And then you just started busking and saving your money to um, get an amplifier and start playing. I don't want to say real shows, but bigger shows <laughs> or more organized shows, I guess is the best way. Yeah. To um, how long did it take you to kind of get to that point? About eight months or so. And I was really, really passionate about it. Every Sunday I showed up with my handy dandy little guitar. And um, then it was quite funny. You know, I was really, I got my amplifier, but I didn't have any gigs. So I kept busting at the markets. And then one lady came up and she was like, oh, hey, I own a seafood place. Would you like to play at my restaurant? And I was like, yeah, totally. And um, I got that gig. And from there, obviously led to more performance mm -hmm. opportunities. So kind of, you know, spiraled on a little bit. Mm-hmm. For sure. So for just for timeline sakes, uh, what year did you start busking? What year was it pre pandemic or? Yeah. Yeah. That was definitely pre pandemic. That would have been probably two, oh, four years ago, I would say probably. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I have to ask anymore because this pandemic has been going on so long. I know. So, right. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like some people weren't musicians before the pandemic and then they just started no. playing and it's like, that's got to be the bizarrest thing. Like being, starting being a musician during the pandemic, it's like, wow, that's yeah. Great. So that's like my um my mate James, the guy I released my first song with. He <laughs> says, you know, because I'm kind of pretty new to the industry, being 16, he's like, you know, you've come in at the worst possible time. Like everything's canceled, everything's off. You know, if you're liking it now, you're gonna love it when it's back yeah. to normal. So he says the worst possible time, but. I think it might've been the best possible time just because mm -hmm. it gave you the, or gives, gave a lot of musicians the opportunity to really hone in on their craft, work on some other stuff outside. Cause yeah, getting out to perform playing gigs and stuff like that, that's fun and essential, but at least that first year during the pandemic and here in the States versus Australia, it was probably a little bit different because I think you guys were in a little bit stricter lockdown, depending on what, yeah. what, what, what do you guys call it? States or, con, uh, yeah, states. Yeah. So you were in uh different, uh, state, depending on what state you were in, uh, mm. it was a little bit stricter, but like in the States after a while, it was just kind of like, I know well, brave, we it, had... brave it if you want to. So 
Yeah, yeah. Here in like um, Melbourne, which is one of the states here, they were locked down for something ridiculous, like 280 days or something. So they went through it intensely. I'm from Queensland. So we were in lockdown for about two months intensely, but then, you know, restaurant owners couldn't really put music on because there was limited capacity and stuff. So it kind of lasted a long time, which was a bit very unfortunate. Yeah, for sure. So you started releasing music during the pandemic though, right? That was kind of when Yeah. You... Okay. Well, yeah. Tell tell us about the uh your debut it was a single, correct? Yeah, yeah. I um so there's this I was booked to play a show and some iconic Australian artists are Tanya Kernigan and James Blundell and I'd met Tanya in December 2020 and we were playing a Christmas show for charity together and she was lovely. We became friends and stayed in touch after that. And um, Tanya, you know, called me up and she's like, Oh, Hey, you know, I've got a gig, you, me and James Blundell. And I was like, Oh, perfect. Sounds amazing. And we went through the whole processes of doing it. And then because of COVID something happened and Tanya couldn't perform the gig anymore. But I'd met James at this point and he goes, Lily, do you still want to play the show? And I'm like, yes, a hundred percent. I'll play support. You play headliner. Yeah. He's a really big act. Yeah. He goes, no, no. He's a very gentleman. He goes, no, no, we'll play co-headliners. I'm like what? <laughs> so I'm here 15 playing co-headliner with James Blundell as you do. And, um, we had a set together to fill Tanya's slot where she was meant to be performing. And um, we were seeing some of my songs, some of James's songs and some covers. And I was like, Hey James, do you want to like write a song together to perform on the night? And he's like, yeah, yeah, totally. I'd be down for that. So we did. And we sat down lazy Sunday afternoon, James being the country guy he is in his back shed with his sheep behind him. Then there was me in my back bedroom. It was about an hour. And we wrote a song called Annie June and we released it. May 13th, I'm pretty sure, 2021. And it's just been such an incredible journey with that song. Oh, well. Uh, so during that uh, first show that you played, uh, how many so how many originals did you have at that point? Did you only have the one that you wrote together? Or oh, no. Yeah. no, I had about 200 at that point. Okay. So yeah, I kind of just come out of the main spell of COVID and mm -hmm. Honestly, I was such a bad songwriter before it. I hadn't had much experience with it. So I spent a lot of time just working on, you know, trying to improve, getting my head down and, you know, writing as many songs as I possibly could. And out of every 10, like one was a good one. But um, so I probably had like, you know, 20 or 30 songs to perform. But okay. um, yeah. <laughs> I was just about to be like, wait, time out. You had 200 songs ready to go just like that. But okay. <laughs> 200 written 20 to 30 that were actually ready to go. Okay. I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. What kind of writing machine are you that you had 200 Did you songs? start 200 songs off by heart? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's that would be insane. Like the, the yeah. most legendary of musicians can't remember 200 songs. So it's no. like, well, let's have this conversation real quick. So <laughs> But no, that's really cool that you uh that your first show, you. you know, you kind of got that first single. What was kind of the recording process like that for that first time yeah, you yeah. went in? It was really exciting. I hadn't had much experience in a studio. I was only performing live with my guitar. 
And um, the way we kind of did things was James recorded um, afar at a studio because he lives a little bit away from me. And I went into the studio with, um, we use OK Spider Productions, Michael and Caleb, they're amazing. And I went in, recorded my vocals, and then we pretty much sent it off to Nashville. And we get all our session players from Nashville and mm. they play on the tracks. So we had them all record their parts, send them back to us. How good's technology? And um, then I recorded another vocal take, did my harmonies. James recorded his things and they kind of blended it all together. And it came together so, so well. I remember hearing it for the first time and I, I honestly didn't like it the first time I heard it. I was like, I don't like it. And I don't know why. And then... I refused to listen to it for a couple of days then kind of like, Oh, well I have to listen to it again. I went back and listened to it again. And I really started to love this song. And you know, the songs I've released after this, I've loved the first mix I've gotten back, but that song did not like it at all. So funny how the tables have turned. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. So uh, what was the uh, overall reception of the, uh, or for, what, the first name was uh, first single was Annie June, correct? Yeah. <laughs> what was the uh, overall reception of that song? Yeah, it did so well, honestly. It was quite amazing. We um, released the song and did lots and lots of radio interviews in Australia. Um, the radio was so supportive of it. It was quite nice because James, you know, has been in the game for like 40 years. So very experienced, very connected. And I was kind of getting to meet all these people, a lot of firsts for me. So it's very nostalgic when I hear that song because filmed a music video for the first time, went on the radio for the first time. Um, those are really, really cool things. And I got to give that all a go with that song. And it did incredibly well um, on radio charts. It reached number two on CMT. So oh, wow. it got lots of airplay. It was really incredible. And um, it was it was really amazing the response I got from it as well. Everyone was really supportive and they really loved the song, which was, you know, I was very grateful for that. Yeah, for sure. And that was kind of uh, your door, open doorway into Nashville, getting introduced to more people in Nashville. So that's got to be awesome. Have you, obviously, since the pandemic, you haven't been to Nashville yet? I've been meaning to go for a couple, to, couple of years now, but this thing called COVID put a bit of a barrier on that trip. Yeah. So <laughs> it's been on hold for a while, but um, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, if um, COVID holds off to get there this year in June. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm keeping every finger crossed, um, hoping I can go because I've been wanting to go for a really long time. Awesome. Awesome. Nashville is a lot of fun. I'm yeah. I've been a couple of times. It's, it's a blast. Um, oh, and amazing. actually it's kind of funny you brought that up because I've been meaning to get over to Australia and actually we were yeah. getting ready to go in 2020. Like we were starting to make the right, uh, oh the, the moves and then everything just kind of let loose and i was uh, like yep this isn't gonna happen for a while no. <laughs> so let, let's kind of cool the jets and i'm thinking yeah. maybe next year it might happen but yeah at the where are you gonna come in australia uh well we have connections all over the place so like yeah. i, I want to hit like the four major east coast cities so like brisbane yeah. sydney melbourne adelaide you know like that yeah, area yeah. right there um so like in which order we go i don't know we probably <laughs> fly into sydney because that seems to make the most sense or the yeah the most of the flights go out of there so well if you come to brisbane you can come and meet me in person so. for sure for sure you know it's one of those things where it's just like i like everybody keeps telling me oh yeah if you come here we we could hang out you know like whatever it is and it's like yeah 
I need to get there first. Like, yeah, that's there. the important part. Yeah. Let me get there first. And like, the big thing is I want to like experience actual Australia and not like just the tourist mm. destinations. Yeah. So, it's actually, awesome. I love it here. Yeah. And you're originally from Australia, born, raised, right? I was born in Brisbane. I oh. live in the Gold Coast. So um, been here for all 16 years of my life. I love it. Awesome. Awesome. That's amazing. So um, kind of taking a backtrack before we jump into your new single, um, who is the person that kind of introduced you to the idea of uh, pursuing music professionally? Um, I don't think I ever started really wanting to do it professionally. I started because I loved singing. Um, but I definitely, definitely reckon my dad's been a big part of that. And um, I loved it. And I started working up to more original shows. And then obviously you have to fund your releases, paying for the recording and everything. And it really is a bit of a business as well. So um, my dad's very business minded and stuff as well. And he's kind of, you know, pushed me in the direction of understanding what I have to do, you know, have to set up everything, post on social media, you know, kind of he's been a big driver in that motivation, which is amazing. And my mom as well. They're both incredible. They help me. Mom helps me do my graphic design and everything. So they're all, you know, they're awesome people. But um, I don't know. I don't think I ever entered it planning on being a business, but I love it now. And if I want to do this, you know, for a lifetime, it's going to have to be more of a business kind of structure. And I have so much fun with it though. Playing shows and stuff like that's, that's the best thing. Like ticketed shows, everyone who comes is coming, you know, excited, pumped to hear the music, which is so rewarding. So hopefully I can play more of them and kind of head down that path a bit more as well. Yeah, for sure. Have you been playing shows more this year since kind of the lockdown? It's been not as bad. Yeah. Well, we've, um, I've booked in some, cool festivals this year which is exciting so we're heading down to tamworth mm -hmm. um in a month's time which is the nice. big country festival in australia and a couple of others that haven't been announced yet so i can't tell you where but <laughs> it's actually i've been a bit lucky in the way um because i'm a school student i can't go to all the festivals and travel around as much because yeah. i'm committed to a school schedule so as unfortunate as it is for like all the other artists you know they need this for their living and stuff for me, it's kind of been um, not too much of a loss being locked down because I can't actually travel anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm not really, don't feel like I'm missing out on as much as, as much. So mm -hmm. um, I've got 18 months more of school to go and then I will be, you know, full, full onto music every free, festival, hopefully. And free to go, getting, go crazy and do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. You know, it, it was kind of interesting when we were, when I realized that you were 16, I was like, oh, maybe she's homeschooled. Like maybe she's on vacation, right? Or on holiday or, you know, yeah. on, uh, school's out. Cause I, you guys do the um, trimesters, right? You go to school year round. Is that? Yeah, yeah, pretty well. We have like four terms. Then we have our big break over Christmas instead of in the middle of the year, like you yeah. guys. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. You know, it's. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so I was just like, well, maybe she's on one of her breaks or something. I don't know. Maybe. Like, uh, but no, it's, I'm on a lunch break. <laughs> yeah. And she definitely was not on social media during school. She was not, no. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. What are we talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> so, um, anyways, so just so to make sure you're not late to get back to school, I do want to jump into the, uh, new single. So, uh, what's the name of it? And, uh, we'll kind of take the opportunity to introduce the new single for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. This, um, this new single, I'm so excited to release it. Um, 
I wrote the song about six months ago and um, I wrote with a good friend of mine, Chase Flanders, and my whole team who helped me with my production side of things, Michael and Caleb, they're the son and husband of the family and Chase is the wife. So um, get on so well with them. And I wrote this song with Chase and I'd seen a TikTok video the morning I was writing it and it was of this girl explaining her parents' relationship. She said, whenever my parents fight, they get up and slow dance. And I was like, that is the cutest thing. We have to write a song about it. And she goes, yes, yes, 100%. And um, we kind of wrote a story about someone having feelings for someone who's new to town. And because they're new, they don't trust them. They doubt them because they don't know their story. Um, but whenever they're with them, everything got better. All those doubts went away and it's a really cute little country love song. Um, it came out just in time for Valentine's day and, um, the response has been incredible. It's been amazing. All the radio stations are getting behind it. And, um, we hit 500,000 streams on Spotify, which is amazing in like five weeks, which is crazy. Um, but what's really exciting about this one is it's my first U S release and Mm. I've never taken a song to radio in America. So we're giving it a crack with this song and so far it's doing really well, which is exciting. And I'm keeping my fingers crossed. It keeps climbing, but we've got a long way to go with it. So I hope everyone keeps, you know, <laughs> getting on for with sure. it. You, you said 500,000, but I'm looking at the Spotify screen. It says 600,000. So, Oh my goodness. <laughs> Sorry. I, I just had to do that. I was just like, let's not downplay this. Let's, let's. Thank throw you. Like a- so, uh, no, that, that's really awesome. And the name of the song is the two of us meet yeah um and it's been out for a little over a month you said right before valentine's day so yeah that math yeah. checks out i'm not very good with numbers so excuse me. <laughs> i'm not either oh <laughs> uh, and so uh do you have a music video out for this one or is that yeah. in the works or yes we um it's quite funny how we filmed this one and it's actually it's up on youtube and everything it's playing on cmt which is super cool um, but it was really funny because we were filming it in the peak of COVID in Australia and on the Gold Coast, there were cases everywhere, like 20,000 cases a day, like crazy. And um, so everyone was getting COVID and had to isolate. And we looked at our actors about a month beforehand. Mm-hmm. One of them, the girl actor, she was fine. And then the guy actor three days before sends us a text and he's like, oh, I've got COVID. And I was like, oh my goodness, oh. you're kidding. Yeah. So he found us um, a sub, thankfully. Um, to fill in and then the morning before we were filming this on a Sunday morning it was a Saturday morning at 11 a.m and this other sub got COVID as well and we were like oh my goodness we'd lined up a car a venue the like photographers the um, videographer everything was set up and I was like what are we gonna do so dad and I sent a heap of messages around and no one could really do it because everyone had COVID she's like oh my god what are we gonna do we went to the local shopping center and walked up to random guys and said hey would you like to be in my music video (laughs) and it worked we got a random dude off the street and he killed it he was amazing and it was so funny walked up and then grabbed him a coffee told him about the video the next day he showed up and filmed it so so funny how it worked out yeah that's hey if that's not fate i don't know what it is like it's one of those things where it's like had the first guy not gotten sick maybe it not would not have won as well if the second guy you know like all these variables and then you just end up pulling some you pull a lot of strings to bring somebody in and then you find somebody randomly on the street or in a shopping center and it's just like wow okay it worked yeah perfect i love it so (laughs) so so the music videos out uh what 
yeah, obviously you've been, this isn't your first music video. Uh, what was something that you took away from the first music video you made um, to, and applied to this one? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think it's kind of the whole structure of coming up with the story beforehand. And with the first video we did, Annie Jim, we were really unprepared and we got there and we just pulled, again, pulled a lot of strings to put it together. Um, we had James's son acting in it because he was there, um, the videographer's girlfriend and used his car, like everything, very resourceful. Mm -hmm. um, the second one was a bit more structured and everything. I organized friends and cast to come along. Um, but this one, I think is kind of a combination of both because of COVID, unfortunately. Sure. But um, we were kind of planned out exactly what we we're going to do beforehand and, you know, organize cars and everything, which from past experience can be very stressful when you don't have things lined up. And obviously it's a lot more difficult to film and put together. So um, we kind of storyboarded it beforehand, planned out what we we're going to say, what the actors were going to say, what I was going to do and um, found a venue as well. So um, definitely kind of be more organized before filming day so you can get it done a bit more sufficiently. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's that's always like the first thing when it comes to like just video production in general is mm. the more organized you are beforehand. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's never going to go smoothly. Like something's always going to happen no matter what you do but just kind of always being a little bit more organized in the front makes that first time that something goes wrong, makes yeah. it a little bit easier to handle. So that's definitely, you know, what's going to happen next. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so uh, the two of us meet out now, music videos out, the uh, singles out on Spotify, all the streaming platforms. So if you're listening, make sure you go check that out and follow Lily Grace on all the socials and stuff. Um, so Please. I guess the, next logical question is what's next what are you working on are you working on the next single are you working towards an album like what what's the plans for moving forward yeah well i've written a lot of songs i was saying before so i have a lot that i want to record but um obviously being a school student i have to balance music and school and um, so at the moment, I think I'm looking at releasing some more singles. Um, we're currently working on the next one mm -hmm. and, um, you know, spacing them out. And then hopefully when I finish school, maybe I can drop an album and mm -hmm. share a lot more of those songs. Um, but at the moment, singles, I'm playing shows. I love playing shows. And then hopefully Nashville again in June, mm -hmm. if COVID holds off, but <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to continue doing that. I have a lot of fun with it and posting on social media, showing up everyone and, um, continue doing that i reckon for me at the moment and just working towards that for sure for sure you know it's just keep doing the music keep releasing and like honestly right now with the way the music business is just coming fresh out of covid like singles kind of seems the way everyone's going mm. especially with like streaming and whatnot and then yeah, definitely. once you start playing shows consistently i think that's when the album starts to make sense i think so too yeah because then you're at least playing in front of new people all the time or in front of a different crowd or, you know, like whatever the situation yeah. is. So, you know, I definitely. think that definitely works. So i um, really excited to wait for the next single. Do you have an idea of what the next one's going to be or is it just kind of, it's still really early in the planning phases? I do know which one it's going to be, um, but I'm not meant to tell you that. So I, I have <laughs> I mean, to ask. keep my I, mouth shut. I have yeah. to I have, It's another really fun one though. It's, it's an upbeat song and it's really, it's a really fun 
it has a really good beat to it and I'm really happy with how it's coming together so far. So awesome. I can't awesome. wait. I'll send you a little sneak peek when it's finished. <laughs> awesome. Can't wait. Can't wait. That's awesome. Oh, uh, you know, I just have to ask. And as long as they know that yeah. there's new music coming, it's always good. Considering that you yeah. released three singles in under a year, I guess. When did Annie June mm-hmm. come out? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty well. Under, yeah, about under a year. So the next follow-up question I have of the three singles that you've released already. And I guess any of the songs that you play, like kind of consistently live, what is your favorite song to play in front of a crowd? Play? I think Annie June. Um, I just love that song because it's so nostalgic for me. It's the first one I released. Um, I just have so many happy memories of seeing that song on tour with James. It was my first kind of ticketed shows I played, which was really exciting. So Every time I play that, the memories kind of come back into me and I love singing it. Awesome. Awesome. So I don't want to keep you too much longer because I know you got to get back to school and whatnot, but I got a couple (laughs) more things to run through. Yeah. Um, Outside of music, when you're not at school and you just need to kind of take some time to decompress stress, you know, whatever. uh, What are some of your hobbies? What do you do to kind of decompress? Yeah, yeah. I um, I love spending time with my friends and family. They're really important to me. So try to prioritize that as well. But um, I love surfing. I'm not very good at it, but <laughs> I live on the Gold Coast. There's beaches everywhere. So I like that. Um, I play a couple of sports as well. And um, honestly, songwriting is the major thing for me, though. I spend so much time writing songs and um, just, you know, putting my words onto a page and just practicing. I get a lot of joy from that for sure. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, sir, like surfing, I guess makes sense. You know, it's a, I, I wasn't expecting that, that, that answer no. I, I, for whatever reason. Okay. I, don't know, I don't know why, but I guess Australia's known for surfing though, isn't it? Or, like, yeah, or at least I'd having good, so. or at least having good surf, maybe not necessarily yeah. surfing, but having good surf. It's quite funny. My dad, um, he, my dad and I wrote a song a little while ago and, Dad, my dad is not a songwriter. He's not a creative at all. But he's like, oh, Lily, let's write a song together. And I was like, sure thing. And it was called Surfing Cowgirl. And he's like, write about you being a country singer living on the beach. And I, it, it was so funny. But um, <laughs> That's that should be awesome. the next single. <laughs> no. Is that song recorded anywhere? Like just no. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to hear that one. <laughs> no? Okay. That's no. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, well. Oh, but... One thing that I want to do before we leave, I have a random question generator and I just want to fire through some Ooh. of these ra- questions of randomness okay. uh, just, just to kind of end on a lighthearted subject. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll probably do like five or 10, depending on how yeah. wordy these things get because they get wordy. Okay. okay. So would you rather be a board librarian or a busy barista? Busy barista. If aliens approached you for one piece of advice for success on earth, what would it be? Oh my goodness. What? Um, eat good food. Go, go get yummy food. Yummy food. You'll be happy. (laughs) All right. Would you rather be able to control animals with your mind or control machines with your mind? Animals. That'd be so cool. You're like ride on a dolphin or something. Would you rather own a skyscraper or a gym? I don't know where that Skyscraper. Was. What's better for breakfast? Last night's leftovers or cold cereal? Last night's breakfast leftovers, 
I've, I've started getting into that habit myself. It's kind of interesting. I take it for lunch. <laughs> what movie would you want to turn into a real life scenario? Oh, goodness. What? Home Alone. Home Alone. That'd be awesome. Imagine like watching that. Not the crooks, but like the whole scenario and his setup. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like people have been put in that. So, well, maybe yeah. not to the extent of parents forgetting. Maybe they probably don't defend themselves as well as he did. <laughs> yeah. In your opinion, what's worse mm -hmm. for your body, red meat or processed carbs? Processed carbs. All right. So th this one's going to be funny. We'll end on this one. Okay. I Because I don't want to skip this question, but <laughs> what advice would you give your 16-year-old self? Well, she's sitting right here. <laughs> so what advice um, would you reckon, give yourself? Honestly, just like enjoy the journey. I work myself really hard sometimes, but, um, you know, like sometimes like that whole James kind of thing, it was a lot of hard work, but, you know, just prioritizing on having fun and making memories, enjoying the moment, that is so important. So definitely to keep doing that. Awesome. Awesome. Absolutely. That's the perfect advice to end on. And actually, it's kind of funny that that was the last <laughs> last kind of yeah. question so um for anybody that wants to check out your music any upcoming shows anything you got yes. uh, where's the best place to do that um my website's got everything on it that's lily grace live l-i-l-y grace live.com or otherwise social media i post there every day lily grace live is my tag on everything instagram facebook whatever you're on that's me awesome awesome and then uh, so I don't, like I said, I don't want to keep you so you can go back to school. What are we studying <laughs> today in school? Economics and math. So a big afternoon. Oh, oh boy. That just sounds rough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, math, just, like just math. In math general. Is I, enough. I know yeah. it's terrible. Gotcha. Gotcha. But, um, <laughs> really appreciate you hanging out and chatting with us. It's been an absolute blast. Um, anybody that's sitting with us and, uh, it wants to hang out a little bit more. I'm going to go jump over into one of my friends' uh, channels and listen to them perform music. That So uh, I'm going to be over there. There's a link in the chat description, so feel free to jump over with me. Uh, until next time, thank you, Lily, for joining us. Enjoy the rest of school. Study. I think economics <laughs> is important. Math might be too. I don't really know. but um, <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on, Tom. I appreciate it. Yep, absolutely. And anytime you want to come back on, feel free to let me know. Or if you do make it to Nashville in June, I'll make sure to, I try and do find a trip to Nashville here at some point because everybody yeah. keeps all these people that have met over COVID are like, Oh, I'm coming to Nashville this summer. Okay, cool. Let me know. Like, yeah. Like <laughs> big reunion. Yeah. I live about seven hours from Nashville. So it's, it's a little bit of a trip, but not too bad. So yeah. But once again, Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Feel free to reach out if you want to jump back on. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we will catch you all later.